0: G'day, 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 mates! Hey, gone. Welcome to another Guitar Wank podcast. We are on P O Q episode Q. Piss off quickly, they used to say. Welcome. I hope you're doing great wherever you are in the world. What the hell is going on? Look at that for a big start up for you guys. Um, what is going on? We are into another Guitar Wank episode. Scott's away. He's wearing his cap. Proudly around the world, kicking butt, tearing, ripping faces off while he wears his GuitarWank cap. They are available, ladies and gentlemen. Go to GuitarWank.com to buy your cap now. They're actually selling really well. So, um, getting quick, because we've only got a limited number of caps happening. And uh, yeah, you can do that. So, um, how you doing? You doing alright? What's been going on? I'm happy you had a good weekend? You're safe and sound? Everyone's doing great. A couple of shout-outs. want to say a big shout-out to Shane Terrio. Shane, you're in town, right? Let's catch up. Let's get a beer. Look forward to catching up with Shane. He's badass. Check out his podcast. It's super good. Riffraff. It kicks butt. He's got all the guests that I want. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. i got to talk to you, mate. you got to hook me up. Uh, David Grissom. I'm a big fan of David Grissom. I think he'd be great on the show. And um, I'm sure Scott and Bruce have no idea who the fuck he is. But I do, and that's all that matters. David would be great. Anyway, I love uh, sh- what Shane does. He kicks butt. So, looking forward to catching up with Shane. A big shout-out to Douglas Martin, a listener over in... Um, <laughs> Doug, I was checking out. He's has playing some badass uh, gypsy jazz going on there. I saw it, and I think I posted it. But, um, man, you're in... Where are you? You're in Beijing? You're in China? Wow, man. I want to know more about what you're doing. Uh, fantastic. Looking fucking classy too. That's a... I think Bruce is going to have a, a bone to pick with people on the internet. You know, he did that thing the other week about... You grumpy old bastard he is and doing his little videos. He wants to do more of them. I'm encouraging him to do more. Fucking stir the pot, I say. Get the conversation going. But, um... What I was about to say, Douglas, mate, you're looking just classy as shit. Well, that's that's a good thing in Australia, okay? Classy as... Just looking classy, cool, killing on the Gypsy Jazz. It just was a great little clip, and I think I posted it on um, at Guitar Week. But anyway, it inspired me. I was like, oh, man, I want to play Gypsy Jazz now. And that's so cool when you see a player out there playing a gig, and it's so, it just looks like so much fun they were all classy looking just looking cool and shredding that was cool man so big shout out to douglas he's a big fan he's listened to every episode bar a couple apparently so um in beijing china anyway doug hats off to you mate that was that was really impressive and i I loved your playing so uh great stuff used to live he's from san fran he probably knows bruce right You, you guys are obviously friends but anyway, so a uh, good shout-out to Doug. Um, what else is going on? We've got caps, we've got t-shirts, we've got mugs. Go to guitarwank.com. The competition is getting to an end, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pushing hard on this end to finally just clear all this shit up and get this competition done. We have prizes from Guitar, um, Wireworld Pro Audio Cables. They've sent us a bunch of stuff. We've got stuff from Fender. Um, We've got some stuff from, uh, I believe, Sir and Exotic. We've got some cool stuff. You're going to love it. So make sure you do the three things you have to do just to be in it. It's really simple. Go to iTunes, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Just write something. Lie if you have to. Leave a review. It helps us tremendously. Do that and then sign up on the website uh, as a subscriber do that, really simple, guitarwank.com and then email us at guitarwank at gmail.com and um, yeah, there you go and uh, you're in it you're in it to win it, so pretty simple I think that's about it, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, hope everyone is doing great, we'll see you all next week I believe Scott's coming back shortly we have a Danielle and Danielle D'Andrea and Bruce Foreman show coming up on the 6th It's like next week, I think. Right? Next week? I think it's... Shit, it's next Monday. Uh, So, if you haven't got tickets for that and you're in Los Angeles, what the hell are you doing? Email me, get tickets, and come. Come and hang out. Prohibition Studios. Hang with Bruce, see Danielle kick ass and Bruce do his red guitar show and uh, have a couple of beers with me and yeah, it'd be fantastic. All right, let's get into it. This is me and Bruce hanging out, shooting the shit and uh, actually I think the next episode Bruce gets, picks up a guitar and actually gives a lesson. Woohoo! Finally, I pushed him into that uh, that direction and I'm hoping to do more of it. Scott doesn't like to do that But uh, when Scott's away The men will play Alright there you go Let's leave it on that note <laughs> Have a great week Be safe Look after each other Let's support each other Let's lift each other up As a guitar wank community Bruce is always pushing And uh, keep up with the feedback And the donations The mugs The caps It'll change your life uh, it's, it's an amazing thing Alright Bruce, Troy, what have we got in store for the people this week? So Bruce.
1: Yes. We're on. Uh-oh. It's happening. It's happening. This is it. We're turning a new page. Right. Yes, we're turning a new page.
0: With Scott Free again.
1: Scott Free, and this is according to my memory, which <coughs> is not considered to be the best memory in the world. <laughs> uh, I believe this is the first time we've ever done it without a guest and without Scott. So and I guess we'll never know how many people just stop listening to the podcast because of it. it's because it's not like they call us to tell us, you know, they just stop listening. So uh, I do have an email from uh from Scott. I just called him yesterday. Um where where is he? Uh he, he I guess he got out of Russia. <laughs> uh the first one I got which was uh a week ago which was sort of um let me see here. Gigs are going real in the agent. He was complaining about the agent who wants, blah 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 blah. It's just complaining, complaining, complaining. <laughs> he's selling CDs for 800 rubles. He was there during the election.
0: Oh, did he vote? <laughs> now it's
1: it's getting better. It's better. It's getting warmer. The gigs are great, and he's back on the 31st. And he hopes I'm doing great, and he says to say hi to all the. Guitar Wink people, not. He didn't even mention you guys. Sorry.
0: <laughs> is he wearing the friggin' hat?
1: I think so. I think he's wearing at least the hat. every time he flips somebody off, he is. Is he wearing? I see hat? it on Facebook.
0: Yeah. So. Well, that's cool. He's wearing the hat. He's out yeah. on the road.
1: So we miss Scott. Uh, why don't you write in and say whether you you're just like you've stopped listening because. Uh, because you wouldn't have heard this if you stopped listening, but <laughs> or, right. but tell us if you, if you started listening because of Scott, or if you've even noticed that Scott was gone. <laughs> or, or if you
0: even care. <laughs> yeah,
1: we could. I could stand to hear that. Uh-oh. Oh, how rude. Yeah, San Jose to Austin is a big route because of tech centers.
0: Oh, of course, right?
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: right, right, I'm glad they
1: caught the bomber.
0: What's, oh, right? I was, we were thinking about that as, like, be just her luck. But um he was targeting was he tar- targeting you sure, black people? He
1: sure looked like it, but
0: what an asshole. Yeah. Well, you know. Now he's uh kapo- kaboom. Uh-huh. So good riddance. good riddance. Well there you go. So before we were rudely interrupted, you were saying
1: I don't remember. Uh. <laughs> oh we were just finding out if anybody's still listening anymore, oh, that's if right. anybody cares. Uh we got new hats, everybody.
0: Hats, Cats. hats. Is it hats or caps? What are you? I, mean, I guess they're caps. They're hats. Whatever. Doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, everybody's seen them on. You've seen them on the internet. You've seen them on Scott Henderson. We'll give you one that he hasn't worn yet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're they're awesome hats. They've it's become my favorite hat very quickly. And uh, yes, so we'll get them up the website this week. They'll be up before you actually. They'll be up right now before monday so oh cool yeah um, <laughs> speaking of caps hats yeah your hat got attacked
1: my hat got at- i got attacked
0: <laughs> you got attacked pretty brutally
1: uh by by one guy he kind of it started off a little bit and then it just got it sounded it felt like his pill was kicking in and he <laughs> he really just uh took me out uh and of course i wasn't aware of it so i couldn't respond to each level of uh vitriol <laughs> and and it was just uh, it 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 got really pretty bad i mean do you have
0: it up or anything or i, I can pull it up
1: i mean i'm sure some facebookers have seen it
0: it's um but now it all stems from the video you put up it all
1: stems from a video i put up yes <laughs> <laughs> which i which i'm considering it, it being uh, a new character that i'm going to play It was was called Grumps.
0: Oh, okay. And,
1: you know, I was just basically playing the geezer card, you know, talking about when I grew up, you know. I mean, I always hated people who said, back in my day or when I was your age, I always hated people that said that to me. And, of course, now I'm one of them. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I kind of like put it together like Grumpy meets Gramps, you know, and uh, I just sort of said my opinion in a, in a kind of a joking way. I wasn't really all that serious. I, it's a joke, but it's when jokes are only good when they're true, partly, you know.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: And I just said uh, for those, I'll paraphrase it, for those of you who didn't hear it, it just said um, back in my day, you know, back in the day it's just, we, we played in public and practiced in private. Remember that when you go Facebooking. Mm-hmm and then i said afterwards and the next sound you're going to not hear is me playing a west montgomery transcription and that was it and i, I played a little you know diddy at the beginning just a little four bars of the blues something like that and uh mostly i got a lot of uh really positive responses i mean like 300 something likes already including Mitchell Long, a good friend of mine, and great guitar player, actually transcribed what I played and played it. Who did? Mitchell Long. <laughs> it was funny, funny as shit. Yeah, he played it. He played it a little slower, but he played it.
0: That's cool. I didn't even. I looked at it and I thought that would be good fun to subscribe. Um, yeah,
1: you know. I part. mean, but I mean the whole the whole thing. You know. I mean, obviously the point of it is is the point of it. You know, practicing in public. It. Those those types of Facebooking, guys doing intervallic exercises and things, that's just like, to me, it's, I don't know, it's like making sausage. I like sausage. I just don't want to see it being made. You know? <laughs> and, um, I mean, I'm not going to go to the obvious reference, which would be masturbation, but, which is another thing you don't do in public, hopefully, <laughs> unless you're Harvey Weinstein. Right. But, um, you know, just... It's just my feeling and and the same with transcriptions I mean really I you know and nobody I'm sure nobody who's heard me play thinks I never transcribed I mean I have transcribed plenty of stuff from lots of great players I love I think anybody that doesn't do that is not going to be a musician I mean how can you get better without learning the stuff the great guys that you like played and then taking it and making your own but I mean I'm not gonna play a West Montgomery solo in public it's like west did fine with that and and again back (laughs) hate to say it but back when i was growing up that was kind of disrespectful to the guy who played it to do that in public
0: now now just to clarify this yes we're talking and i think this is where sometimes people get confused with guitar wank you are talking in the jazz realms because you're not talking like say a cover band because that's what they do, right? They cover songs. Right, right. And you have to play the solos. Right, so. right, right.
1: But that's and again they're not doing it on Facebook, they're doing it for on a gig. Right. For people.
0: Right. So that's their job. But like you're saying when you they're just They're not said
1: showing off like look I can play exactly what that band played but not as good. You yeah. know, what I mean or almost as good. Right. You know, that's not what they're, you know, they're 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 providing a service. And they and they're really great at it. And, uh, and it's quite amazing how much they can do. And I love listening to cover bands, actually. You know, I mean, of course I'd rather hear the original band do it, but if you, how are you going to get that many original bands together in one night? I mean, this cover band is covering, like, decades of, and all these different bands and doing a great job. Right. And generally speaking, not as good as the original band, but right. really good, really yeah. really well, and some better than others, of course. I've heard some amazing cover bands I'm not talking about that I'm talking and I'm not even and like who even gives a shit what I think you know I mean really (laughs) I I hardly do (laughs) at least you know and I can I forget most of what I think anyway so um It's just, in my opinion, you know, Facebook is a wonderful tool for a lot of great things. A lot of teaching can go down. A lot of uh, the ability to share things that no one's ever heard before. It's a wonderful platform for all that stuff. But for just to
0: wank is, you know, it's kind of like... It's more about the guys... It
1: makes me kind of sad.
0: Right. They're just noodling and they put the camera up. Right. and
1: And, you know, yeah. And... And, and there's been numerous things people take, trying to take me down about like, well, I think if you play and then you get other people to comment on your stuff, that's good. Well, okay, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not saying my argument is 100% right or there aren't loopholes or, or you know, variations or deviations that are good, you know, I, anybody who thinks God, anybody who listens to the show and you've known me for a long time know that I just have my opinion. I don't expect everybody else to have it. Yeah, and uh, that's where this got pretty serious. I do. Find Did you find it? Did yeah, you? I found okay. it.
0: I do find myself seeing some musicians on Facebook just put their phone up, and I'm almost mem- mesmerized. Yeah, by them because I'm like, what are they? doing? Why? Why are it's you? Oh, it's always
1: always like watching a train crash.
0: Yeah, it's like a, watching a train wreck. What dude, why are you showing us you why why do this? What I mean, when you could be just playing. You could be playing if if it's an original piece or you're working out some ideas or blah blah blah. But if you're just I don't know, sometimes I see some players do it and it I I just look at amazement. I was like, Why would you want to share just random you know yeah
1: but there are guys who their whole life is on the internet and that's just and that's that's the thing also that I'm I'm trying to point out which which again is very consistent in everything I've ever said on mm-hmm. this and particularly on this podcast which is like damn if that wasn't there maybe you'd be out jamming with people mm-hmm. maybe you'd found a gig where you could play and you'd be creating a scene right now No. Yeah and really getting better yeah because that's how you get better by playing with people and play, especially playing with people that are better than you. Yeah. That's where it and when it matters. When you're living and dying and you get in a hole and you can't stop the phone and start it over again. <laughs> you just yeah, gotta right. deal with it. Yeah. That's where we get better. And that's yeah. really what I'm trying to encourage more than anything. Yeah. It's like get away from this. And I'm hoping more people get away just because of what we know Facebook has been doing all I mean today the nothing oh, the news right? I listened to was all about that Analytica... What was it? Cambridge, Cambridge analytics. thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cambridge You know, like how they've been selling our data. Well, of course they are. I mean, if you're not paying for something, you are the business. Yeah. If you're yeah. not paying for it, you're actually the product. There's, yeah. So they're taking everything you do, every click you make, and they they're, they know this about you, and now they can sell this to somebody who wants to change your mind or, or sell you something. Of course we, I mean... I'm hoping everybody saw that. I knew that going in. And why, like, I don't post personal things on Facebook. People might probably (laughs) notice. I mean, when my mother died, I had to only because other people had outed it. Right. And I felt like, God, everybody thinks I I hate my mother because I didn't post. Mm. But I really didn't want to. It was like all my friends knew. All my mom's friends knew. Uh... My brother knew. I mean, we we don't need. I don't. You know, to I me, I don't share. I, I really, uh, I appreciate everybody's sorrow with a nice little like <laughs> or whatever. But you know, right. I don't need that. this was a deeply personal thing that I don't need to put on TV. Um, my mother was a great woman and, and a great mother, and and I love her dearly. And she should have been on the eleven o'clock news in a certain way because right. of how great she was. But yeah. I don't need that. I mean. I just don't do that. That's me personally. I'm not saying anybody who does it's wrong for doing it. Yeah. But I'm saying for me, that's not what Facebook's about. Facebook is for like reaching out to the community, sharing jokes, having a good time, letting people know where I'm playing, being grateful for people sharing really cool stuff that I didn't know about. Yep. That is like that's huge. what I love about Facebook.
0: But we're definitely, I think we're finally starting to learn the disadvantages of this so- so-called social media world how we had all our privacy is it's gone nobody cares yeah
1: nobody, nobody cares. cares nobody cares anymore. And, 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 wanted, and i'm not so saying that for 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 me particularly cuz i'm way older than you yeah. i mean i know what privacy was right you know, you kind of know, kind of know. I mean, yeah. and the Probably. you know the younger kids don't know, they got no and idea, and never will. Yeah. So then you don't know what you missed, and and look what they traded for it. Yeah, I mean, any moment I need, I'm lost. Boom, it'll tell me where I am and how to get where I got to go. If I want a good Chinese restaurant, the closest one it's going to tell me like, right now. I mean, so I give up my. You know, wow, I need to buy some tennis shoes. It'll give me the best pair, the best price right now. I mean, so I give up a little privacy. If I'm not really doing
0: anything <laughs> of, of, that I'm ashamed of, then why do I care? Do you think with everything, and I look at those, those competitions like The Voice and American Idol, all that, do you think everything's with so much talent is out there and it's now all on the forefront, pushed in our face? kind of waters shit down a little bit you know i don't i
1: don't i'm not the guy to talk to about that because i don't watch any of that right i have couldn't tell you the difference between american idol or the voice or any of those shows america's got talent or i mean i know what they are at least which is probably way ahead of a lot of people (laughs) but no i don't even know about that i'm not even in that world that stuff doesn't even come across my radar so um and i really don't care yeah you know, I mean, I am aware of pop music that's kind of pervading the culture because it's around me and I I can't avoid it. <laughs> I also have young students who who play me stuff, you know, that's really cool. So uh, they keep me informed, and I'm very grateful for it. But you know, I've got X amount of time and X amount of bandwidth, and I can't get to all the shit I know I love. Mm. So I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to be. I hope I'm not sound condescending no, or, I'm, or or I'm, arrogant, which is what I was accused I'm of being. Or
0: asking about so much stuff is up up there. It's like ah, oh, another guy over guitar. Ah, oh, another great voice. Ah, oh, it gets after a while. It loses its sparkle. Well,
1: because you're dealing with it on a screen. Yeah. You know, like like I say, go to a nightclub and hear some great music. It will inspire you yeah. well beyond anything that can do. And more importantly, you'll be sitting in a room with other people who dig it and some who don't, and you'll have conversations with people who actually might be the kind of people you think you hate because you know, you're not getting the feed, you know, they they assume you're this kind of person, so you're only getting the stuff that makes you you and your like-minded people, your little clan, and the others you hate, and it's showing the evil of that side. And meanwhile, you get out in the real world where there's no filters anymore and no algorithms, and you're just sitting next to some guy, and he may be what you think you hate. But, you know, when you find that you're sitting next to each other and you're digging the music together, you have a lot more in common than you think. You might even have a conversation that opens your mind... Maybe it doesn't change your mind, might change your mind, but definitely could open your mind and see like why this person actually feels that way, and it's not as black and white, and it's not as set up as it is to inflame you mm. by the computer yeah. and the internet, and that's and the re, the internet could be this could be in an ideal way what that nightclub is, but it's not because yeah. there's no money to be made on it being that way, yeah, yeah. and so. To me, it's like, yeah, you know, mean, let's face it, people meet the, the love of their life on the internet. It can happen, yeah, you know, a lot well, of people do, but you know, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then again, you go out and you meet people, you kind of know what you're dealing with when you meet them. The internet stuff is just like a picture and and then the, the right. fake, <laughs> right? It's when you meet them that you that you, you you start to realize and
0: well, r- let me re- let me read what this guy said for oh, all God. the people that okay. are pissed off with you right now uh, you know <laughs> and, and if people
1: are pissed off with me you know i just got to say i'm sorry i really well, i didn't do it to piss anybody no. off although i, I was a l- myself just a little disgusted with things i guess i mean somewhat it was mostly for a joke you know And also, I'd love to hear from people if they think I should post more. I'm thinking of making Grumps a character.
0: I think you should.
1: And uh, have Grumps come on every now and then and just, uh, you know, give a hemorrhoidal sort of uh, (laughs) uh, response to the world around him.
0: (laughs) I I love it. Well, there's a lot to read on this thing, so I'm not going to go through it. Anyways,
1: oh, but first, first. What? There's this guy, and he's he's going on... on this tour he's in a rock band and right. he's going on tour you know and he's got this hairstylist he goes to you know because like it's i think it's scott hairstylist <laughs> and he goes to this hairstylist and he's and he says man i can't make my appointment next month He says, why not so oh, i got this great tour he says really really you know who are you going out with him and he tells him and he goes oh man that guy sucks i mean and i hear he he doesn't pay the band and Man, the last guy I had who was with that guy, it was like went all went south. I think he got left. Oh, it was really bad. He says, And where are you going? He says, Well, we're going to Italy. He says, Oh, Italy? <laughs> this time of year, it's horrible. I mean, it's like, it's hot and, and like the food sucks. I mean, it's like none of the good people are there and it's just, it's just busy. It's just, it's nuts. And he goes, And, and, and the hairdresser asks, like the hairstylist asks, Well, how are you getting there? And he says, Oh, well, I think we're flying like uh, United. He says, Oh, United's the worst, man. You heard they killed that dog. And man, it's like they break guitar. You're gonna take United? That's like the worst shit in the world. What the fuck are you doing? And he says, Any any anything else gonna happen? He says, Oh yeah, man, it's really special. We're getting this audience with the Pope. He says, Really? He says, Yeah, like, yeah, you, you know, it's part of this whole package. He says, Oh yeah, that. You know what how that is. He says, Why? He says, you know, they bring in like a thousand people. And you like you have a crappy breakfast or something, you know. And you sit on these hard benches, and the Pope kind of walks in the room and waves at everybody and walks out. It's really, it's awful. And the guy, okay, he gets his hair done and he leaves. And next month he misses his appointment, but the following month he shows up for his appointment. And the guy says, "Oh well, how was it?" He says, "Oh man, the band was slamming. It was so great. We got a bonus." And we're, you know, I mean, it was the nicest experience on the road I've ever had in terms of, and the leader, he was just, couldn't have been more gracious. I got like three solos a night and they were long. He says, wow. He says, well, how was Italy? Italy was amazing. The weather was perfect. The food was so good. The women were so, it was just like, <laughs> I, I want to move there. He goes, well, how about, you know, United Airlines? He goes, oh man, they had a new plane and they were commemorating it or something and they picked people out of a hat to ride in first class and I got to go first class it was amazing they treated me so good and he says oh yeah and the Pope thing the Pope thing the hairdresser while he's cutting his hair he says the Pope thing he says what was that about he says oh man you're not going to believe it was a real small group we're in there and again they picked one person that could have a private audience with the Pope and they picked me and I got to go up there and, and I like, went up and he blessed me and he whispered in my ear. It was like one of the heaviest things in my life. And So the hairstylist goes, well, what did the Pope say? And he says, oh, he just asked me who fucked up my hair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that a newbie uh, you know uh, never gonna I tell the truth like, i like that one <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well anyway you did get you, you did get a a good uh ribbon on facebook oh here um, we go fuck you and your pretentious <laughs> la fake cowboy hat is that I, where it started I think, no it didn't start there no. built up to that i thought that was um that was really good though that was a really good, like fuck you and your pretentious. LA that was, I think, the last.
1: That was the last one, right? I
0: think. Because um, know then I then responded con- to it. No, he he continued. You have no soul. Oh, okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all I can do is protest. Such an arrogant soul is to unsubscribe to your po- podcast. Oh wait, you make money on the internet like all of us, other sellout internet guitar jerks. I dare the Guitar Wink podcast to take a phone call from me on this issue on your podcast. Your boys are chicken and hide behind their L.A. privilege and arrogance. Okay, I okay, have L.A. privilege and arrogance. Keep going. Keep, keep keep arrogance. going.
1: Yeah, there must be more after that. There,
0: um, no? Oh, that's when you jumped in. Oh, shoot. That's when you jumped in and uh, he, didn't, he didn't reply. No, no. Oh, come on Rick. Really? I think he, I think he, I
1: think my nice response That's Ron. 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 Sorry. I I just my nice response I think was kind yeah. of woke him up. And you know, I think he's he's off to being mad at somebody else on the internet. Uh first of all, I want to let everybody know we don't make a lot of money here and <laughs> actually your donations, which have slowed down considerably, <laughs> really help us. They um, do, yeah. We have spent all our money just getting these hats together because the embroidery costs like a bazillion dollars anyways so buy the hats please donate you know it, i mean obviously we're not getting richer we're all doing this out of our pocket but one day it'd be nice to at least go out and buy dinner or something out of this <laughs> or, or a bottle of or a bottle of jack or something bottle you know that <laughs> rather than pulling it out of our own pockets um that would be nice what did i i replied kind of nice to him right
0: you did you did um did you want to read it
1: should i you you can read it. I can read it? Yeah. Okay. I, I wrote it. I must be able to read it. Okay, I wrote. Ron, this is Bruce. I didn't know all about this because what had happened is like he wrote it and then he waited a while. I think he expected a response and then he wrote another and then oh, he wrote, okay. and each one got worse, worse as worse. the way it goes. I mean, I'm assuming this is... Um, and it started early, earlier. Uh... You know, he sent me something, and I, you know, he said, like, I'm not as good-looking as you, so I'm I'm unbookable. Most importantly, I don't have funds to purchase such a Vine gigging hat as the one pictured here. And he's a pretty good-looking guy, I think. You know, he looks fine to me. And so I thought he was really being sarcastic. And so I responded to him, to his, he sent, uh, like, a jam where he was, like, playing over some blues with a backing track. Um, I said, nice wankage there. We can go fund me for a hat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like a joke, right? right? And then he went like, it's a legit lib- Just gar- red- Bruce, one would say, internet superstar. He called me an internet superstar. Judging negatively his fan base for posting too much on the internet, Bruce is one of your biggest fans. I call you out. This was the the first one. If we can't play on the internet, what, do you, what will you bless us to do? Move to LA and play weddings and hotels to win your respect? There's no place left to play. Don't judge us. You are not good enough to cast that kind of blind arrogance. (laughs) And then he just kept getting more angry after that. This is probably not good good me because you play, then cut us off with your arrogance. I still play the blues with no ego. And then he just kind of kept going. And it's on YouTube and Facebook, so fuck you. <laughs> I'm not good enough to gig in LA like you, but I'm good enough to post on the internet. It's like, fuck you and your LA pretentious fake how you okay. You have no soul. There you go. All this that's all the stuff that everybody heard. So this is this had all escalated with me
0: out. At a gig.
1: <laughs>
0: so, you know, Ron Gosh, this is why why weren't you paying attention to Facebook every five minutes? You Bruce? know, I mean I was doing
1: the red guitar and I had it was like a three hour drive each way, so you know. Okay, Ron, this is Bruce. I didn't know all about this, couldn't get to it because I was out gigging. I'll be happy to respond to this and any other things on the show, just write them in an email to us. The reason we don't do call-ins, folks, is we don't know when we're going to be here. Therefore, we can't really tell you because I don't think anybody would bother to get a tweet or anything and do it. Plus, tech just, just the problem of setting up call-in shit is too much trouble. I, I, I think right now is a good time to, to slightly modulate, but I'm going to finish this off and just say... The unsung hero here is Troy McCubbin. Because, I mean, Scott and I show up and we do this and we have a lot of fun. Troy posts this stuff. Troy keeps the website going. Troy All that great stuff that gets posted on the Facebook. Troy does this shit, everybody. And he makes exactly as much money as me and Scott make. Zero. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm just saying that, you know...
0: That's, I didn't you know, and, and we're doing business. we're doing this <laughs>
1: we're doing this. Of course, hopefully, yeah. Okay, I'll be honest with you. We hope that someday we have a million followers, and we all can be like Mark Maron, Rich. <laughs> but until then, we're happy just to have a community and hang out together.
0: Pretty much it.
1: And and you know, and so like before you judge us, please send us a donation. <laughs> okay, hey, exactly. back to my thing here, uh, and I really mean that, Troy. Well, you know, you me, you, you have too. my undying respect admiration and appreciation
0: well it's the hang yeah isn't it? it's well, the i know hang. but we you like do i mean
1: we i hang and i leave <laughs> yeah, we hang and then you <laughs> have to rehang and then hang yourself and then hang it out and all that stuff <laughs> i'll be happy okay okay so that's write them in an email so there it is ron write an email we will not i swear to god we will not change a word of it and we'll respond to it However, this is me responding to Ron. I wrote, However, all I did was respond sarcastically to your sarcastic post. Don't know why you got so perturbed. You are, of course, entitled to your opinions. I can say much of your diatribe above is factually incorrect or mistaken. Most of all, your definition of an internet star. We're not that. <laughs> and that we make money off the podcast. We don't. (laughs) Ah, damn it. It's a labor, and I'm not happy about it, but it's the truth. It's a labor of love to a great community of people that have made my life and our lives richer for knowing them. And then my final PS was that hat isn't a cowboy hat, (laughs) and it doesn't come from L.A. either. I prefer Aussie-style hats. I always have, especially when riding. You can ask any of my cowboy buddies. Right, okay. Okay, now I do wear cowboy hats when I have my band cowbop.
0: That's right, you do wear hats. I do wear cowboy
1: hats. hats for that. They are and they are a bit of a costume because of the cowboy band. But um You know my hat is I rope a, I can rope a cow and I ride in like they're not really rodeos, they're like ranch rodeos. Yeah, they're yeah. they're different. They're like more like Like cattleman's cop
0: and Yeah, stuff like yeah, that.
1: you know, fancy loops and cutting and reining and stuff like that. Not not like wrestling a cow to the ground shit. Um gladiator sports. Uh but whatever I mean, I really don't care if he thinks I'm some, some like you know drugstore cowboy, that's okay. <laughs> I really you know, I'm not doing it for him, it's my style, not his, you know it's like I didn't mention him wearing his hockey jersey or whatever he's wearing. I don't know what he's wearing <laughs> I'm just joking about that anyways, uh, and you know, I mean, but for most of them i had I had Randy Brecker, you know who that is?
0: I know Randy Brecker yeah, okay. you know who he is yeah, he's like you know
1: someone I respect immensely. He called me, he said, my hero. That was his response. Oh, really? Yeah. But then he asked if I had uh, transcribed any Michael Brecker solo. <laughs> which is of course his brother. Um, yeah. Was his brother. And it's funny. I mean even one guy who, did a guy named Mitchell Long, a great guitar player. Uh, he he transcribed what I played but at the played beginning the video, and put yeah. it up on, on like on my side. <laughs> it was pretty, funny. and that's funny. Yeah, I mean, so that's to me is the beauty of Facebook is us ribbing each other, us having a good time, or us playing playing music, or us teaching each other, right, or sharing with each other. But sh- you know, really honest, you got to ask yourself when do you post something on Facebook. Yeah, this this is the way I feel fun. about it. Are you sharing something with somebody or are you just showing off? Is if it, you're showing off and if you're wanking and you're masturbating musically or you're just trying to make people think good of you, that's sad. You know, you, you should have enough in yourself. I mean, God, what would happen if this didn't exist? Would you not, would you not play your guitar? God, I can sit and play my guitar all night long whether I'm just playing or whether I'm working on stuff and practicing and be totally happy that I'm the only one that can hear it. Yeah. That's not a problem for me. You know, if I if you'd said Bruce you got 5 hours to live, I'd pull my guitar out. Unlike my bass player Alex, who I asked him, I said, "Hey, if you knew you're about to die, what would you do?" And he said to me, he said I'd fuck the first thing that moved <laughs> and and, I, and then he said to me he says what would you do I said I'd stay really still
0: <laughs> I'd stay really still <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one I like that one <laughs> oh, well there you go well that's good I'm glad we cleared that you up know, but I, I think you should have
1: Grumps should come on and, like, say shit every now and then.
0: I Everybody, see so many- I, need, I need
1: encouragement here because it's going to be work and I got other things to do. I mean, you know, let's face it, I need another job that I'm not getting paid for.
0: <laughs> but isn't it, like, how many even comedians, like, big comedians are complaining so much right now, you can't say anything that offends someone because someone gets offended and you've hurt their feelings and then you're attacked and apparently their feelings are right, and you can't offend anyone, and it's like, God. Well, you know, that being said, I mean, here it is. This
1: guy obviously really went you know, like progressively <laughs> down <laughs> the rabbit hole. You know, and, and I can understand that. You know, I, I get pissed off and maybe his pill had kicked in or something. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ron's going to love that. And Ron, so, Ronnie, joking. Yeah, me. I know. I mean, you know, but meanwhile, it's like I, I took time out of my evening after, you know, a long day. I mean, I got up at 8 in the morning, drove up to Oakland, did a sound check, played the concert, ate dinner, drove home, you know, hung out with a friend or whatever, you know. So I was home at 11 o'clock. I hadn't been online all day long. I saw that stuff. I took time to write a response. Yeah. And, you know, I really basically was like wondering why his panties were in such a bunch, you know. So, and he never responded to it, which made me assume that he's just on to the next thing to be pissed off at. I mean, you know, because there are people I think, you know, that's the one, that's the other thing. Back... Back in the day, (laughs) which is where it all started, um, you got pissed off. You stayed pissed off for a little while. You know, it was worth, like, fighting on to the resolution, getting your just reward. Like, he was talking about, I dare you guys to talk about, I'm happy to talk about it. I'm not going to walk away from I mean I respect this guy. He's entitled to his opinions. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear him out. And if, you know, if I misread that first thing and didn't it wasn't sarcastic and I thought it was, therefore my sarcasm pissed him off, then he needs to know that it was just a misunderstanding on my part. Right. You know, and if he wants to think I'm arrogant, I can't stop him. I prefer to hope that I'm not. You know, and that I mean, and then right. I don't have soul. Maybe he's right. Maybe I don't.
0: I don't, I don't, I <laughs> well, don't, I don't try to have soul. To you that. either
1: got it or you don't. And, and, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't say those things about another person, but it, I'd like to resolve it and move on, you know, but no, it seems like the Facebook way is just to get pissed off and find the next thing to be pissed off about. However, there was, um, there was a, a, an interaction with another one of my students from past who is a, um, who posts a lot on the internet and is a f- freaky good guitar player. Freaky good. I mean, you know. Uh, and he does post a lot of, uh, I got to be honest with you, he posts, in my opinion, a lot of very technical stuff. Not well. not really I don't want to say not musical because it's musical, but um, he just posts stuff that's very much uh, chops oriented. To to, and he's got a business where he teaches lessons and stuff. Right. So. Um, well, I, get, I So get so that. anyways, I just I feel I should read his comments because here I am. I'm not hiding behind you know just the people that agree with me. I want to be honest here. And for people who've already read all this stuff, I'm sorry. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, he's a, okay, I'm going to have to get back. He was one of the early responders. And and I, I fully expected him to take me down <laughs> uh, because uh, he's so smart and he's so good. But, uh, okay, here it is. Say Bruce You are awesome, and I've learned so much from being your student. Here's some youngster talk for you, which is really funny, (laughs) I thought. Times are changing. The flow of money, entertainment, and info in general is changing. While I agree that posting a transcription is kind (sighs) of lame, it does, however, generate internet traffic for me, which boosts sales for online business, etc. I've played all over DFW. He lives in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And it is painfully obvious that save for private gigs, festivals, and country clubs, the money isn't there anymore for jazz. So what's wrong with utilizing social media from the comfort of your home? It actually pays the bills and brings more playing opportunities, i.e. social media to funnel your customers to your products. Change is not necessarily bad. Food for thought. Many great points, right? That's a good point. And I said, hi, I did say I was playing the geezer card. However, playing versus practicing... If practicing is what this is all about and people can't tell the difference and we who know better don't enforce some restraint, then you wonder why, as you say, the money isn't there anymore for jazz. I see a connection. Then again, it could be a flashback. (laughs) However, you do realize that there are many people still out here playing music, jazz for a living. Also teaching, writing, writing about, producing, etc. You're an amazingly talented and smart musician, I said to him, and I'm profoundly honored to have had you and many others like you to share the music with. The net is a wonderful tool in so many ways, and I would never begrudge anyone who is trying to make a living, providing they aren't hurting, any, hurting anyone. My comment was not to, intended to disparage either the internet or anyone in particular. I use the net too, perhaps in my grumpy grandpa way, <laughs> but social media is not social. Social music is. Your brilliant musicality shines through all the more when you play from your heart versus someone practicing in public. And I'll bet generates more internet comfort of your living room income. Now, where's my walker? <laughs> that was my response. And he didn't. He didn't want to. He he actually loved my comment. You know. I mean, I thought he was going to like come back and just slay me because he's so smart and so witty and. He can get darker than me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Joe Locke, a great vibraphone player. If you haven't heard this guy, everybody should. And he just piped in on this. He said, I want to say, it's so nice to see the love and mutual respect between you and Armin. Had to hit the love button on both your comments. So, you know. It's like, that's why can't internet... They like that. Well, I mean, we well, both got digs in at each other. We both made jokes. Yeah. And he made his point very clearly, and I can't disagree with it, even though it somehow disagrees with my point. You know, yeah.
0: it's like both good points, and it's so easy to, to just say whatever comes to your, your mind first and just go with the emotion on the internet. And guitarists, we are the worst. We're ready to are take we? any. I, I think so. I see people who play awesome and do something amazing on the internet and people will just rip them apart oh really oh yeah i think guitarists yeah. are, or they'll have an argument about who their favorite guitarist is is better than your favorite guitarist and that, that whole bullshit that yeah, So and, i mean
1: i saw somebody say stevie ray vaughn is better than Jimi hendrix prove me wrong and, <laughs> and it's like and
0: like Just,
1: you're just trying to start an argument there, yeah. right? I mean, because basically, in some ways, Stevie is better than Jimmy. In some ways, Jimmy's better than Stevie. And what are you even talking about? And why does it even matter? They're both great.
0: Well, Stevie may, may not have sounded like Stevie without Stevie,
1: Jimmy. I mean, that's that's a big point right there. But there's, there's lots of points like yeah.
0: that.
1: You know, and... It's like, why are we talking about that? I mean, why is it everybody shut up, play your guitar, and go out and make a gig happen. Make, make some music happen in the world. Yeah. I mean, add love to the world. Don't start fights. It's like walking, you know, like walking into the middle of a, you know, of, of a Catholic church on Sunday morning going, Jesus sucks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get your ass kicked? Okay, go do it. You know what I mean? You know, like... You know, Allah, fuck Allah in the middle of a mosque, you know, (laughs) see what happens,
0: you know? (laughs) Oh, man. Is that what internet is for? It's, you know what, it's, I think we're realizing how addictive of a drug it is, and you can get caught up in that whole world and waste, I've done it, I've wasted hours surfing the internet and watching different players and seeing... Such great material on the internet, of all old videos. That's, is that's, that's not wasting hours. Well, that's yeah, that's not. But you you do get caught up in that whole world sometimes, and you're like, "What am I doing? This is just stupid shit I'm doing right now." So, I think we're all guilty of it. But I think it's really good that you posted that video. It started. I'm, a I'm willing to
1: do more, but I need I need more encouragement. That's all. I think you should. And you know what? But I don't care what you think. I want to know what they think. <laughs> yeah. the, the the other two people that might, two might be people, listening. Yeah, three. If Scott <laughs> calls, we will get a
0: trifecta. So, but I think it's important for people to just to say what I think. A lot of probably established players think all the time. You know what? Another thing that pisses me off. What is gospel chops? drummers that have gospel chops sure i I go to these places and see these guys that obviously come from that background and it's gospel chops to the max and it's fucking annoying it's ridiculous
1: yeah unless you really get into it and then it's just like nothing else is happening but that
0: yeah but like i've seen players do that through a song when the vocalist is trying to sing and the gospel it's like Things like that are just crazy to me. But anyway, we could just go on forever, I guess. But
1: Okay, so here's what we have to do. We have to play a song now because without Scott to basically disagree with everything and then agree with everything I said, which right. is what he usually does. He starts off disagreeing, but by the end of it, he agrees. I can usually go to the bathroom while he's doing that. He <laughs> can. So I need to do that. So will you play a song now? What are we going to play? Uh, you can play something from my record. You can play something for Scott's. All right, let's... Um... Well, or you can play this guy Ron's thing. I don't care.
0: <laughs> I should. Okay. Um, maybe we'll play something from um. Well, Junkyard Duo. I've been oh, okay. playing I'll a be lot of that. In a All right, Junkyard Duo. Here we go. you just heard was from Bruce's latest album the Junkyard Duo Junkyard Junkyard, Junkyard. you getting you
1: getting good feedback uh, you know uh, I'm not getting any feedback what I haven't heard a damn thing paid I paid these promo guys like all this money Paid this radio guy all this money. Of course, they're not going to play on the radio. It's like one minute long, you know. Right. That doesn't give them time to go to the bathroom. Those radio guys, they sit on their ass a lot more and their prostates are much worse shaped than me. So, like, you know, <laughs> they need, like, those six-minute tracks, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, um... i Well, it's, it's, it's early. Oh, okay. Uh, through Guitar Wink? Actually, yeah, through Guitar Wink. That's the only f- good feedback yep. I've gotten on Instagram... Now we're back to that right. subject again, but Instagram seems to be the new Facebook for you know.
0: Well, I think even more so now. Yeah,
1: and uh, <laughs> but but you're still giving up the same shit on Instagram.
0: I mean, yeah. it's owned by the same guy. It is. Yeah, he's got Instagram. Zuckerberg, too.
1: Facebook owns Instagram. Oh, but um, anyways,
0: we're all fucked.
1: <laughs> Yeah fucked. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's good for that because it's one minute tracks and oh yeah, only. I got one guy who's done a video, but we need more videos. People take a track and make a video and I'll post it and we'll make you an internet star like we are.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> Actually, I talked to a, a good friend of mine who's an amazing keyboard player, producer, engineer, and uh, he plays a lot around with different artists and stuff. And I asked what he'd been doing, and he said he'd been recording a ton of like singer-songwriters doing one-minute songs for Instagram. He said that's what he's doing all the time now. He said he's busy doing that stuff. These one-minute songs for Instagram.
1: Man, you see, I'm just,
0: I'm one of those guys. You were on, you finger on the pulse, dude. You're right there. For an old geezer. Yeah. Not bad. You were ahead of the game. Man, you know. (laughs) So, um, which, wow.
1: Wow. So there you have it. No, but it's been really, I mean, we've been playing gigs. We did a really fun CD release party gig up in a town called Ventura. Right which and is up county up north um, between Santa Barbara and l a and uh yeah, we've been playing along. Cowbop had a gig, put the band back together, rode rode you know down memory lane. It was, How was that that was of, good oh, it was slamming yeah great old Deco theater in Salinas, California. It was
0: really a lot of fun. <clears throat> Again, to all our Nashville listeners, I think Cowbop needs to go to Nashville.
1: I know it does. I'm trying to just get my ass to Nashville.
0: Now, hold it. You're going to New York.
1: I'm going to New York. The Nashville trip, I push back. I'm going to wait till I get a better anchor gig. Yep. So uh, that'll probably happen, hopefully, in the fall.
0: Okay. <laughs> But New York is coming up. New
1: York is coming up.
0: This the, the is a big gig, right? Well, I mean, I think it is.
1: It's, yep. <laughs> uh, it's, Jazz at Lincoln Center has this club called Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola. You know, it's... Iconic kind of place? Yeah. And yep. uh, it's a really nice place. And uh, I'll be playing there May 3rd with an amazing trio. A bass player named Rufus Reed who I've played with over the years. And uh, another a drummer who I've played a lot with, named Matt Wilson. Mm-hmm. And they're both like off the charts great, and really fun to play with. And and I promised the guy I would do little excerpts of the red guitar inside the oh, set because cool. he really wanted me to do that. And so um, finding the red guitar, even though the show is is like the main thrust of it, and I'm really having a good time. I had a great one up in Oakland last weekend. Um, uh, it's almost like weirdly. I know this is going to sound like stupid marketing talk, but uh, like the launch of a brand. Mm-hmm. Like really my brand is the Red Guitar. Yeah. And the Red Guitar show has all the things I can do. I mean it has like my playing, it has uh, my storytelling, it has my joke telling, it has my cowboy sensibility stuff, it has my writing, it has my educating, you know, like there's parts where I talk about cool stuff in jazz people might not know about it and explain it. So it has like a whole lot, it has my philosophy. You know what I mean? So that show has everything I do. So like basically when I go out and I don't do the show or I just get up there and play, it is still a red guitar. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not the show per se. But you, it is, the elements are still there. And I'm going to New Zealand doing a, uh, oh, a tour are. for ten days in New Zealand where, I'm doing it. say, Larry Koontz and I are doing a double bill. Dude, awesome. And I'm going to be doing the red guitar. But the thing is, is some of those shows are going to be 20 minutes, some are 40 minutes, some are an hour. And you know the show is about an hour. Yeah, yeah. So I may cut, may may cut, you know, and have like a 20-minute version, a 40-minute version. I may just get up on stage with my red guitar and just do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And call it the red guitar.
0: Yeah. Well, you have that luxury of being able to, adjust it to the situation anyway you just way you make want. up stuff get up yeah. and
1: play a little bit tell a few jokes tell a few stories yeah. maybe do one or two of the scenes because the red guitar is a it's like a lot of vignettes put together to make yeah. a story so i can always just pull out one little part or another part somewhere and you know it's like it's wide open because most of the people have even you who've heard it a few times i think i've heard it four times wow sorry uh, <laughs> And every time it's been different. Well, right, I do. It every different. time it's been different. You know, I mean, I've rewritten it since I did last Sunday, yeah. and I rewrote it that morning for that. So wow. I mean, little little things, yeah. but so it's it's been a real challenge for this geezer. You know what I mean? Again, I've you know I know a lot of a couple of my fans like well, I want the trio. I want you to just play trio, and I yeah I love playing with my trio too. But you know, it's like this this project. Is real important because I really want to say some things that are hard to say in the midst of a, you know, a conventional yeah. trio performance. Yeah. I don't want to bore the guys on the bandstand and abuse their privile- you know, the privilege of having them, and I want to give them lots of space to play. But at yeah. the same time, really something I really want to do with this red guitar show is a lot of people, even jazz fans, don't really understand what we are thinking when we're playing what jazz music. You know, they like the music, they like the complexity and the nuance in it and they really appreciate the brilliance. You know, they do. But like what we're thinking where what's happening behind the curtain. Yeah. They're not aware of that. Yeah. And um most of us there's no way to tell anybody these things. You know, you'd have to sit down and and the fact that I can talk and play at the same time Enables me to actually give people a window into, oh, that's what, yeah, that's what they're. That's thinking. what's really that's cool what's about happening. it. And you know, and for me to maybe help jazz music by making people have a deeper understanding of it, yeah, would be like one of the greatest. That would be a thing that I would. It would be enough of a life's work right yep. there, just to like bring people to the music with a deeper understanding and a deeper appreciation of it just because they checked out the show i mean i know those are lofty goals but hell you know you if you don't try you don't do nothing
0: well the red red guitar to me is reminds me a little bit of what tommy emmanuel does because you know you go see tommy emmanuel because you're a guitarist and he's phenomenal blah, blah blah but tommy you can take your girlfriend who probably hates hearing you play guitar and she would have an amazing night right you'd love it same thing with the red guitar. You could take anyone that doesn't give a rat's ass about guitar playing, and they would really enjoy it and get something out of that show because it's not just about that. There's so many other elements, which is really cool. Yeah. So, and I'm um, hoping on the show that you and Danielle are doing here. Oh yeah, April right. 6th. I don't
1: know if we've mentioned that, but April 6th. April six. And I guess this will come out this coming this, Monday. This so that'll April six, we're doing a show.
0: Yeah. Here at Prohibition Studios. And for all the people that can't make it or aren't in Los Angeles, we're going we're to put this up on Well, Are we going to try there. and stream it? We're going to stream it. So um, whether it'll be live or not, we haven't worked that out yet. Yeah, but we're I, gonna... I don't
1: want it to be on like YouTube, though, and just available to everybody. No,
0: you'll you have to subscribe or donate or do something, give your left arm or something so yeah. people can... Turn you your know. head and cough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might have to do that. <laughs> Send us your life savings but it'll be well worth it and it'll be really cool for people and guitar wank listeners they've heard so much about the red guitar we've got to give them something and we had so much amazing feedback when you and danielle did the podcast here and you guys just sang a little bit everyone were like oh man you guys are you got to give us more she's
1: amazing and for those of you i mean there's she just posted something new with her and larry goldings today Oh, I didn't see that. Damn, damn! It's she's she's just like
0: otherworldly great. Yeah, she's 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 she really got is. a new website, Danielle Daniel uh-huh. um, She's such a badass. So you guys together, uh, to me, it doesn't get any better. Like you, two, you two are just amazing together. And the, the fact that it's not, it's not rehearsed up to the to the to a level where it's comfortable. You sit in the audience and you don't know where both of you going to go, and I think half the time you guys don't. Everyone's on the edge of their seat, and magic happens. Well, that's, and that's, jaz- what, that's, I that's what I love. I love that.
1: That's what I thought jazz was when I got into it. <laughs> well, it's not. actually no, that's actually what it was, and it's probably going to be a Grumps one right there.
0: You know, <laughs> well, there, that's a good topic. You should you, do that you one. You know, I
1: mean, really, you know, no, I anybody who's heard my records, know I love to arrange stuff and love to have intricate stuff going down but you can go too far with that. Mm. I mean, I'm, I've learned all the stuff I've learned and I've lived all the stuff I've lived and I'm now at the, uh, you know, maybe the last rap, lap around the track. I just want to make shit up. You know, I just want to be challenged yep. in, in the moment and really test all the experience I've had to come up with something new and something Right. You know what I mean? And to me, that that is my biggest thrill. It's my biggest hope. It's it's what I want to do now. You know, it's like if... I don't know that I'd be happy just playing a show
0: at this time in my life anymore, mm. you know? Just... What, without pushing some kind of boundary? Yeah, or going yeah. I something? mean,
1: I'm, I'm, you know, my age, you know, how many more years I got left of this? Yeah. You know, I'm going to like sit and do the same thing I did night after night after night you know yeah it's just but
0: how do you i i just i mean i can
1: understand doing that at 30 and making a lot of money for when i'm my age right. so i don't have to do it anymore yeah, but.
0: Yeah. but with all your experience and all all that you've gathered over the years knowledge and that as a player how do you get up on stage and and push those boundaries to go into new places like there's. You feel like there's still so much more where you just, you don't even, you haven't gone there well, yet,
1: or? you know, I mean, again, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but go ahead, you know. Although I always found, you know, in Texas we used to have a saying, when a horse dies, get off. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, like, I think one of the things about the red guitar is that, you know, it's not really all about... Just notes and rhythms. At some point, the notes and rhythms are the tool. Mm. And we have to start, that's like the carpenter and the plumber and the electrician. we got to graduate to being the architect. When you're the architect, you're starting with an open anything can happen and it's what you do with these tools if you're just looking at it as wow i can use this tool and i can use that tool i mean ultimately if you have a hammer everything looks like a nail
0: Mm.
1: and you're not going to get there it's it's the idea is to is to approach every situation with the imagination of like well what what do i want to have happen here what you know what what needs to happen? What have I heard? what What do I hear? What haven't I heard? Those questions. Um, what just happened? What needs to happen now? What would be What would be the right amount of surprise versus predict? I mean, thinking in terms of imagination, innovation, and then of course strategy to make that happen. Yeah, and so few players, you know. I mean, especially in the jazz world, and I'm assuming rock and blues have gotten this way too, because. From what I've observed, it seems that way now. I'm not really in that world, so I can't give a, you know. But from what I observe, is like I'm seeing that we're getting kind of where it's all about playing and killing, you know, the new word, killing. That killing, was killing, yeah. you know. And it's like, well, you know, you're building a project. You, what do you do? You take your... I, I mean, I, I'm holding out my hand, folks, and I'm counting on my fingers and thumb. You know, it's like you've got your your background and your perspective and your aesthetic and your skill set and your resources. That's what you have, like just like your hand, to make the music with. And when you go to do that, it's up to this hand you to create something with that hand. And if you're talking about a big project like putting a band together or, or putting a show together or doing a recording, then we're talking about a much bigger, wide-open canvas for like what do you want to have happen. How, wh- wh- these are the things you can use to make that happen. And then, But if you kind of zoom in, look at it like a lens, and you zoom in, well if let's just say you joined a group of people, whether it's you're joining a band or you're just sitting in with some players or you have a gig. Mm-hmm and and then well you know just by looking around and seeing well there's no keyboard there's no piano okay there you know i got bass and drums okay well i'm pretty much the harmony guy now and you know you kind of oh but there's a there's a singer or there's a there's a sax okay then i'm kind of more of an accompaniment harmony guy and then i'm going to get i'm going to be the secondary soloist probably and i'll be the intro and ending guy you know what i mean you just kind of get a feeling for what's where are you going to do it? And then when you start to hear them play, you have to adjust your sound to fit with them and blend with them. All these things, you know, where, whereas a lot of people I think just walk in and go, this is what I do and they do it. There's no imagination there. There's no innovation there. And of course there's no need for strategy because the strategy was just to do your shit. Right. But if you walk in with this whole like, well, here I am. Oh, it's just me and a singer. Well, it looks like I'm going to do this. I mean, at least I'm going to start doing this and then I'm going to see how far I can push it beyond that. You know, once we establish trust and comfort, then I'm going to like fuck around, see how far I can, you know, take it. And, and in every situation, there's that imagination. Well, this is what I need to do with my sound. This is what I need to do with my touch. This is what I need to do with my approach. Do I need to be more supportive? Do I need to be more, uh, what's the word, uh, disruptive? Mm-hmm. Suggest ideas? sit back, don't suggest any, I mean, these are the questions you ask yourself, and you deal with them based on those five things I mentioned, you make those determinations, and you're always refining them as you're going down the road with it, Um, but you can look in deeper, okay, now it's your solo in a song, well, what just happened, what's been happening all night, where have you gone? With your other stories, that you, if you look at it like a story, what kind of story do you want to tell here? Like, that is the imagination, innovating the thing, and then the strategy takes over is like how you can make that happen. Yeah. You know, maybe you're the, you know, maybe like it's the, it's the classic quartet thing where you're the comper and then you got this horn player and just, they just burned like the house down with their solo. You have this moment when you're going to take over in the next solo. The band is waiting for you to decide how this is all going to happen. Now you might decide, you know, man that guy just like played everything there was to play. I'm just going to let it all drop down to really quiet and I'm going to play really minimally for a while and just reset the table. Because mm-hmm. the shit was all blown apart. Then again, this guy could be ending the solo and you could go boy that was a lot of fun. I want to stay at that level and start there and see where I can go. So then your entrance to the solo has to be almost like a plane taking off while another one's landing. Yep. You come in and you have to be super forceful because you can't let the rhythm section take their foot off the gas that much. Now they're going to already a little bit, but you come in and take off. Well, they just like jump into that other thing. Now you forced yourself into like creating in that place. Well, that's a decision that had to be made. That came from your imagination, which created the strategy. And if you just sort of like, oh well, I'll just do the same thing I did the last, you know. I mean, it's like if you don't think about it, and you know as well as I do, you've heard a lot of that, mm. and I've heard a lot of that. Yeah. It's very disappointing, even when it's great players doing it. Yeah, it's either because they don't care, or they don't think about it, and you know when you hear it, and it's what I'm talking about is happening, and that's really exciting, great music. Yeah. And of course, the more experienced the players are, the, the more deep it gets, but it still can happen on the, really, on the most primitive levels. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's that. Whole just decisions being made, strategy, imagination, innovation. And then you could go even down to the phrase. You're playing a phrase. Well, you've just played a phrase. you got a phrase that comes after that. Is it going to answer it? Is it going to mirror is it? Is it going to take everything in a new direction? Where do you want the story to go? Do you want to be like a Tourette's moment? You're going along, everything's real nice, you go, shit! You know what I mean? <laughs> and it, that's a beautiful thing in a solo. Yeah, but yeah. That, that, again that comes from imagination, innovation, and strategy. And to me, the red guitar is, that's really how it was all built, and that's what really enabled me to see it this thing that I'm explaining right now so clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not saying we overthink it. You don't it's not thinking at all. It's like you know what you want and then you just do it. It all becomes a natural response. The imagination and the innovation happens and the strategy is just so obvious to you. Maybe at first you think about it, right. But quickly you get beyond the
0: Are you do you are you constantly hearing the stuff old Singing the stuff to yourself, yeah. or you are uh, yeah, yeah, constantly.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I'm also, you know, it'll, all the time. I play what goes next. I mean, to me, it's like it's not a bunch of solos inside a solo. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely an idea gets to the end, and then a new paragraph
0: happens. Yeah.
1: But it's all in a big picture to me. Everything's in a big picture.
0: And I can see how you can get lost for hours thinking like that and approaching playing solo guitar like that because you don't know what's happening next until you're there. Right. Instead of playing, well, I'm playing this lick, I'm going to play that lick. That's all pre-programmed, already there, sorted out. Right. But if you're telling a story... It's like it's almost you're surprising yourself where you're going to take it or where you're going to end up in exactly. a way, right?
1: And it's dangerous as hell, man. Yeah. It, you know you have to be willing to fuck up in front of people yeah. to do this. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I just am. Yeah. But uh, but when you said playing a lick, that's the, the problem right there. Lick. The word lick is in itself the problem. Uh, what makes what's the difference between a lick and a phrase? A lick is something you think and a phrase is something you hear. It's mm-hmm. the only difference? A lick is a phrase.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just the way that it's played that makes it a lick. lick. Right. Because if you play a lick, it starts and it stops, then you have to do something else. Mm. If you play a phrase, that phrase is integrated into what you're already doing. Yeah. And there's a logical thing to do next.